Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Harrison Berserk, who says, am I the asshole for bailing on my promise to sew my future sister-in-law's wedding dress? My brother and future sister-in-law had planned on getting married by the end of June, but COVID happened. Long before that, he had requested from me as a wedding gift to sew the wedding dress of my sister-in-law. I am by no means a professional, but I can do simple stuff rather nicely. I already sew stuff for my family and friends as gifts regularly, little outfits for the kids or cosplays. Easy stuff that can be worn even if there is a few defects on it had planned on a no-frill wedding with close family and friends only. My sister-in-law had her eyes on a flowing, layered Gracian tunic-style dress. Rather easy to do and not too expensive as far as materials needed, so I agreed. But with the lockdown, well, things got complicated. Lockdown started here on March, so we were unable to get the fittings down. And pretty soon, they realized the wedding would have to be postponed. My sister-in-law lost it really crying and screaming and everything nothing we could do or say could calm her down until my brother asked her what she wanted to do instead and she said she wanted now a big wedding as a compensation i mean well okay i get her frustration i really do but the main reason they were having a small wedding was to save some bucks to renovate the house and such that's none of my business i know my brother relented and they are now planning a big thing for 2021 sister-in-law sent me her new requirements she wants a full skirt silk bodiced lined embroidered drained the whole princess gig dress that of course i would still pay for in full for the materials i told her i didn't feel i could do it that was too complicated for my skills she went ballistic said i was lying that i had done complicated things before that it was just nothing more than a couple more stitches i've been trying to explain to my brother because She doesn't want to speak to me anymore as I am conspiring to ruin her wedding. I do not feel able to do it. The solution is that I buy the wedding dress she wants or I wouldn't be invited to the wedding. So I said okay. I said I wouldn't go because I couldn't do what they asked me. I can't sew that dress and I certainly cannot pay for what she wants. I'm now the heartless big sis who doesn't approve of her little bro wedding slash wife and honestly I just want to tell them all to go stitch their two big mouths closed. Now, firstly, I've got to really say I really enjoyed the last bit there where it said stitch there, two big mouths closed and the whole story is about stitching. Does that count as a pun? I'm not sure. But you was kind enough to offer to do the dress in the first place because you knew it was sort of within your skill range, if you like. And, you know, when she pushes it outside your skill range, you rightly admit that you cannot do it, which you should have done. And they have the absolute cheek to 
to say that you should buy it or you're not invited to the wedding. You did the right thing and said, yeah, yeah, I'm not coming. And then they try some bullshit manipulation tactics that you're ruining their wedding or whatever. No, they're ruining it for their absolute entitlement. Like I always say, imagine being in that bride or groom's position, thinking about what's going through their heads in that moment, thinking, you know, she can't make that dress, so she should buy me one. What the fuck? <laughs> Gee whiz. Naha really says, wow, not the asshole. Your sister-in-law is the asshole in every way. And she and your brother obviously have no idea how complicated it is to sew a wedding dress. Plenty State replies that and says, definitely agree. Sewing is hard, even with a machine. My senior year of high school, there was a girl that was making bank, in my eyes at the time, by sewing dresses for the major dances like prom, winter formal, and homecoming. Like about $300 plus USD each, and she only made two to three for each event. Sister-in-law needs to actually take a look at how much the materials cost for original dresses and compare to what she wants for a new dress. Better yet, she can watch YouTube videos and make her own dress if she thinks sewing is that easy. Tiny Wren says not the arsehole. This is what happens when people feel entitled enough to other people's time and money. I feel for you. If anything, you're doing her a favor by not agreeing to the complicated dress because if it went wrong, she'd still be unhappy. If anyone expected me to pay for that over-the-top wedding dress, I'd have laughed my way out of the door and told them to have a nice life because if they're happy enough to spend your money on this, they'll be happy enough to expect the same in the future. Opie says, I realized that I may have also set their hopes up too high. Yes, I did make princess dresses for some of my nieces, but there is a world of difference between doing a chul tutu and spraying it with glitter glue for a seven-year-old, even if it does look nice when not too close. Helen says, absolutely not the asshole. I've been sewing for over 40 years. And I know that what she is demanding is beyond my skills. She now wants embroidery and beadwork. It's a completely different skill and will probably take more time than making the original dress entirely. You agreed to do something based on what you're able to do. The fact that she changed what she wanted isn't your fault and she still expects you to buy the materials. Your sister-in-law and brother are not only assholes, but they are bullies as well. They're the ones who changed the deal, not you. Sister-in-law is an entitled brat and your brother is an enabling jerk. Tell them they can bully whomever they've roped into finding the rest of their circus into buying the dress. And I'd suggest distancing yourself from such leeches. Go make yourself something pretty. Let's do it says, not the arsehole. If they can't see that it's beyond your skill. Throw a sample of your embroidery skills, for example, of some scrap material to show. And say, this is my skill at doing that embroidery. See how bad it is. This is why I can't do your new wedding dress idea. Even if you took the embroidery out, the other elements are like this, where I just don't have the skill set. I say this because she's understandably stressed about having to move the wedding, etc. And she unfortunately taken that out on you. Unless this is normal behavior for her. OP says, the sample idea is great to show and explain our parents why. Thank you. Right now, they are leaning on my brother's and sister-in-law's side of the story. She is very stressed out and I can understand that. She's also much younger than me, 28 to my 40, and tends to become snappish when she doesn't have her way. And don't get me wrong, I can totally understand someone being stressed out from having their wedding being moved or, or whatever the case may be. But to take that out on someone else, to demand them to, to front the cost of your wedding dress for materials or buying a new one, whatever that may be, is just wild to me but op did update the post and they said i'm really touched by the support and the many great advices i've received many of you here or pm me gave me ideas and leads on how to deal with this the best way available 
as well as pointing out things I hadn't even considered. On Saturday, I see my parents. I will explain to them that as much as I appreciate their faith in my capacities, I am not up to the task. And while their support is amazing, at this moment and on that subject, it's misguided. I will do an itemized list of costs on the first dress, the one I agreed to make. A quote from a professional seamstress of my own town for the new dress my sister-in-law wants and a few picked up examples of the prices off the rack dresses and show it to them to demonstrate my point. Many of you also pointed out that while my sister-in-law is planning on splurging, the question of who is going to shoulder the extra cost hasn't been raised. I want to touch on that point with them too. Also raise the point that it's all nice and well to... Oh dear, we got some French here. There we go. I'm sorry. I think in English, it can be translated as wishing upon the moon for a 2021 wedding. It's not even guaranteed. Yes, having a wedding ruined is hard and shitty and effed up. And to all of you here going through this, I really hope the postponement will only bring you even better things. But it doesn't allow her to act like this. And I will not go to that wedding unless big apologies that are made. Last but not least, I have no idea there were that much fabric artists. May you all be sewers, embroideresses, stylists and such. And I have no idea this community would be so supportive. I also learned a lot. So again, thank you all. I will update next week when I've seen my parents. So OP does update the post again and they said, so a lot of things have happened. After a few requests, this is the kind of things I had promised. Like one of you so nicely said, most of my sewing style is full of Monet. The farther you are, the best it looks. But for the love of everything that is nice in the world, don't look at it too closely and shares a picture. And for the podcast users, it shares a red, like full length dress. <laughs> How am I going to explain this? I got a clue. But it's a red embroidered with sort of like gold bands across it and things like that. Very pretty dress. I'm sure someone in the comments is going to explain it far better than I just did. <laughs> I apologize. Then OP says, those are the pics she sent me as examples of what she wanted and then shares the pictures of those. And it says lace, beadworks, embroidery, etc. And the two pictures that were shared, one is something that you see sort of like in a fantasy movie, like some sort of like elven dress that I can only think of. And the second one is clearly a picture from like a, a designer store of some sort. They both look very, very expensive. That's all I can say about that. But OP continues and says, I went to my parents on Sunday. They understood very quickly the huge difference in skill set required to fulfill the new request. They also discovered the wondrous world of AliExpress and, and wish counterfeit designer wedding dresses because that's where they had gotten their price range ideas. And quite a few laughs were had over the expectation slash reality picks I had found. We also went over the extra cost of the new wedding and I just advised to be careful as we didn't even know yet what would be possible with the epidemic threat still lurking around. Two days later, my brother stopped by them, and before I could see him in real life, accompanied by future sister-in-law. Keep in mind, too, that this is a recap of what I've been told happens by my parents. I wasn't there for that. Our parents did take my side on the dress story, and at first it seemed that my future sister-in-law heard them out until they said they weren't sure they could chip in the extra cost of the store-bought princess dress. Then, again, I wasn't there. This is what they told me happened. My sister-in-law silently mouthed out a very foul word towards my mother, and my dad saw her. All hell broke loose. For a couple of weeks, everyone was screaming at everyone else, my bro not really siding with his wife-to-be, nor our parents. Our dad doesn't want anything to do with future sister-in-law at all, ever. Mum is more hopeful that a nice apology and explanations could mend the fences. 
I still haven't been able to catch my brother face to face. He called and it ended up rather sour since he threw my celibate status at my face as a symbol of failure. But he did later send me an apology text saying he loved me, wanted me at the wedding no matter what. He would understand should I not want to sew the original dress anyway. Sweet revenge. My dad was so incensed at what had happened that he took me to the fabric shop the very next day and told me to go wild and get yourself enough fabric for a princess dress. So one pattern and three weeks of intense self-challenging later. It's full of mistakes and crooked sewing, but it was made with the ardent fervor of self-righteousness and then shares a link to that one. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And continues at the same time saying, I swear to the heavens that if she doesn't apologize to my parents, I will wear this at our wedding. Opie does edit the post and they say thank you everyone for the kind words towards my family here and by PM. The awards and the advices. The sewing pattern for the yellow dress is the McCall 2041. I'm sorry, I could have sworn it was a simplicity. My bad. My inspiration wasn't the Belle dress, sorry, nor the Hamilton musical, which I admit I haven't seen yet. It was a book I had read recently and loved, an old horror novel called The King in Yellow. And I wanted to be a queen in yellow. Ominous and angry and powerful when I picked the fabric because I was pissed and angry and hurt at what had happened and I was indeed feeling spiteful. What my sister-in-law mouthed, well, a quick French lesson. You can worsen a lot of slurs by adding A-S-S-E in the end. And Opie briefly describes that she added basically it was a slur of being like a stupid, despicable or, or mean woman and it was sort of in that category and it says, hence my usually... So mellow dad flying off his handle. P.S. I've decided to name that dress and yes, thanks to all of you, you will now and forever be known as Spite Dress. I love it when people talk about their crafting skills and it's just, I'm always blown away by what people can create. I've seen so many different things, so many different hobbies, people creating like dice, dresses, crochet stuff. I saw some paint pouring recently jewelry drawing painting just so many talented people around me all the time and i absolutely love to see it anyway i've gone off on one a little bit but what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's check out another story now our next story comes from the am i the asshole subreddit doesn't have an update but it's from leopard print cats and says Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my boyfriend's food on his birthday and getting him banned from a restaurant? I, 18 female, have been dating my boyfriend, John, 20 male, for a little under a year. 
we have a pretty toxic free relationship, but there's quite a bit of tension when it comes to me being vegetarian. I've been vegetarian since 11, and I have very strict morals around it. One thing John has a problem with is me refusing to spend my money on meat. Ever since I started making my own money, I swore to myself that I would never spend a cent of it on meat. On our dates, we usually split the bill and sometimes he pays for it all. I told him if he orders something meat-free, I'd happily pay for both of us, but he never does. When he pays for my food is when I spend money on the activity, normally concerts and festivals. That's me paying 120 plus on tickets and him spending maybe 50 on food. His birthday was a few days ago and we went out for dinner at his favorite fancy restaurant. He got the most expensive steak they had along with a side salad and a bottle of wine. When we finished our food, I asked the waiter to split the bill and John looked at me shocked. He asked if I was joking and I said no. Then he told me he thought I was going to pay since it was his birthday and he didn't budget for the meal. I asked him why he thought I'd pay since I've been very clear about my rule, but he couldn't give me a reason other than it being his birthday. I told him I'd pay for the wine and the side salad, but he'd need to pay for the steak. He was furious with me and stormed off to the bathroom. I paid for my meal, the wine and the salad and waited for him to come back. He didn't. After waiting for 20 minutes, I left. I found him sitting on a bench near where we parked the car. I asked him why he left and reminded him he needed to pay. He looked shocked when I said that and asked me if I didn't pay. I told him I'd pay for everything but the meat and he lost it. He started yelling at me, telling me I was selfish, that I needed to grow up. I stayed calm and told him he needed to go back and pay. He scoffed and walked away, ended up driving home without him. Now he's saying it's my fault that he can't show his face in his favorite restaurant since he dined and ditched. It's a pretty small restaurant, so he'd 100% be recognized and kicked out. So, am I the arsehole? Edit to the people commenting about me not treating him on his birthday. Yes, I did. I even dipped into my savings for his present. Edit 2. I did not take him out for dinner. He was the one that suggested it. I'm going to start off with Baby Cake 2004 who says not the arsehole, ignoring the vegetarian stuff. Who the fuck orders the most expensive steak possible and then expects their partner to pay for them without having checked prior? Then storming off to the bathroom expecting that to pressure you into paying for it. OP, I hope you can see all the huge red flags here. Goth Penguin says not the asshole for refusing to pay for his steak. You're the asshole to yourself for staying with someone who acts like this and treats you so poorly. Jacko says, everyone sucks here. You both sound obnoxious. Bajan says, you hold a very unusual moral position. You're deeply opposed to the consumption of meat, to the point where you will not allow your money to be spent on it, but you have no problem with a life partner who frequently eats meat in front of you, as long as you don't pay for it. This is an unusual place to draw the line. I mention it because you may wish to reconsider your position before it makes things very uncomfortable. For example, if you were to marry a meat eater, upon marriage, you'd have shared income and assets. Does that mean that until marriage, they can eat meat, but afterwards, they can only eat meat if family money doesn't pay for it? You're going to be pushing your spouse to set up a lot of meat dates with friends in that case. Your position is unusual, not immoral. Anyhow, you're wondering if you're an arsehole for what you did to John. You're not. You made your position clear and at no point did you tell him, I'm taking you out to dinner. If you did, this was a bigger mission from your post because of this. Because of this, it was unreasonable for him to assume that you were paying. It became even less reasonable after you asked for a split check. At that point, John left in an effort to force you to pay, even though you made your position clear. You didn't, and so he effectively stole his food. Now he's left with the consequences of his choices. 
While I find your rules odd, I don't find them confusing and presumably neither does John. You acted in an extremely principled, predictable way. If John doesn't wish to be treated like someone who leaves restaurants without paying, perhaps he shouldn't leave restaurants without paying. I have never read the relevant legal statutes, but I suspect there's no birthday exception. Not the arsehole. Opie responded to that and says, I am the only vegetarian in my family and friend group. I'm not a fan of watching people eat meat, but meh, I have to put up with it. I don't want fully shared assets with a partner, even if I was vegetarian. My partner and her husband have individual accounts and a shared one. I'll probably do that. Sori says everyone sucks here. This is a predictable problem because it is a norm to pay for someone's meal on their birthday. I admire your position and desire to hold true to your principles. But didn't it occur to you before you went out that he might expect you to pay? If your principles are so strong, why date a guy who eats meat when you know there will be occasions in life where you pay for the food? Does he dictate what you can eat when he pays? If not, then this situation must seem unfair to him. He's the asshole for obvious reasons. And there was many, many more comments on this one questioning the future of that relationship. But what do you guys make of this one? Can you see a future for it at all? Do you think there would be further arguments down the road? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. It's absolutely incredible. Hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love Wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere You're selling false hope Cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah, nah Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.